Hello, everyone, and welcome to the 13th episode, lucky number 13, of Ramblings from Nowhere. As always, I'm your host, Jason Hall, and joining me once again this week is my Disney-fied friend, Clay Dotson. Hello, Jessica, Jessica Holes. How are you today? My name's Clayton Dotskins of the, uh, the Rawhide communities. I just said Rawhide community. I don't know why, but listen, that was weird. Listen, real quick, before we even get started, I, I've got to get this off my chest just real quick. This week, uh, of course, there's the Disney stuff, which we'll talk about, blah, blah, blah. But on the same day as Disney Plus was uh, released, do you know what happened? Do you what? have any idea? No. HB- HBO Max has a Friends reunion special in the work. God. Boom! Yes, all this. Yes. See, I just, I just waved it off as just whatever. <laughs> so they, they've agreed to the yes, thought of it. It's not. To it's the not thought confirmed. of it. It's not confirmed, but for right. a person such as myself who believes that uh, Friends is probably the best sitcom ever made. No, uh, Seinfeld. Seinfeld, obviously. Well, to each his own. I can, uh, I could actually uh, see the merits in Seinfeld because I do love it as well. But you know what I'm saying. I mean, it's a exciting news for somebody such as me. The people on Seinfeld were sociopaths. You loved them for being mean uh, and just I agree. rude. I agree. Everybody on Friends is just all happy-go-lucky. That's Screw why. It. That's why I look forward to when Friends comes to uh, Netflix. Is it next year? I think I can't remember right now. So is that really HBO or Warner Brothers' way of saying, "Ha ha, we're going to steal the thunder of well, Disney Plus"? Well, I mean, you know, you give it a hard time, but like. It's uh, consistently at the top of uh, Netflix's uh, most watched list. So, you know, I mean, it's still got a huge following, whether you like I, it or not. So, I did see where, like, all children's programming has picked a side. It's kind of like the, uh, w- yeah. uh-huh. WCW stables. So Nickelodeon's mm-hmm. going to Netflix. Netflix. Yep. Warner Brother has, what, Cartoon Network? Yeah. Yes. Because they already own it anyways. And then uh, Disney has, well, Disney. So, it's like the NWO, man. Well, it's like uh, we've got the wolf pack. you got listen. the black and white. I can top that. I've got some sad news on top of everything. All this good news that's going on this week with uh, these shows and so on and so forth and everything. Some very sad news happened. Uh, I talked to our friend Derek the other night because AEW had their pay-per-view over the weekend on Saturday night. Right. And I re- uh, as far as I know, it was a barn burner. I haven't watched it, but they said the uh, John Moxley and Kenny Omega match was uh, was a classic match of the year. Uh, blood, uh, barbed wire bats, blah, 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 that kind of thing. More of the ECW type vibe. <laughs> barbed wire, barbed wire yeah, bats. But hey, listen, I saw, one, machines. I saw one thing on there. Uh, they had, and you know, you remember when ECW came to WWF or E, uh, you could always tell when they would bring out a gimmick barbed wire bat. You know, it would be under the announce table or something, and they'd do a quick yeah. handoff. And so let me tell you something. There was no gimmick to it. I watched Kenny Omega run that barbed wire bat across John Moxley's back. And you know how it is oh. when it's the real thing. You can see, you know, you can see oh. what's going on. Anyway, oh. anyway, so oh. that was Saturday night. So I called, or I didn't call, I talked to Derek uh this week, and I told him, I said I was jealous because he's actually in Nashville tonight because they're doing, they have a, AEW's uh, show is coming out of Nashville tonight, live. 
oh, cool. And I was like, I told him, I was like, let me know how it is because I'm sure it's going to be awesome, you know, following up from that. And he said, you should come. I've got a ticket. Got an extra ticket. No, like, went. Uh, I couldn't. I couldn't go. Not Mainly because, of course, I love our audience and I would never miss a uh, episode unless we lost it. Due to recording issues, or, or you like died that. and we had to record on a Thursday. Yeah, you still had it out Friday though. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I know Derek's having a good time, and I, I'm looking forward to watching that episode myself, uh, maybe later or not, and seeing what's happening. Because you watched that uh, Chris Jericho video, and that was so funny. Is he not? It's so well done. Listen, we won't devolve into a wrestling podcast tonight, but. If you ever watch wrestling or know of Chris Jericho, the dude is ageless. He's almost 50. I think he's 48 right now. And he's been wrestling for ever. And he's but he's so good, man. He's so good as as being a, an he's, asshole. He's good at being a baby. Well, I don't want to say baby face, right? I mean, yeah. He's, no, he's, he's really like an that. anti-hero, right? He's run, I mean, no, he's run that baby face before. But, I mean, he's changed his character up over the years and so on and so forth and kept himself re- relevant. And man, that video was something else, was it not? Yeah, it was. <laughs> That's, he's so good. I mean, he, he's really had to change his character, like whether it's been through WCW, WWE, and now with AEW. Man, like he's just so good. I tell you what made me cackle the most was uh, Virgil. What what was his name on the? Oh, I can't remember. But that was so funny. I was one laughing at the uh, the aunt, his mom's friend, yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah, <laughs> that was good. So anyway. Now we've got all the uh, the main stuff out of the way. Let's get into normal business here. Uh, what's been happening this week, my friend? Uh, everything's good. Today was Comic Day, and X Men number two came out, and uh, Fallen <laughs> Angels number one came out. God, I have so many comic books when it comes to this Friday. I dread it. Fallen Angels number one was actually pretty good. It follows like well, right now in the first issue, it's uh, it's it's Quanan, or I guess how do you pronounce her name? The original Japanese Psylocke. Mm-hmm. And she's going by Psylocke now. So now Betsy Broddick, of course, is Captain uh, Britain. She's Captain Britain, right? Yeah. So now it's, she is, Quanon is Psylocke. And it was very interesting. The art was nice. Um, I can't really explain it. It's just a really interesting issue. And you get, uh, she actually deals with uh, Sinister, Mr. Sinister, a lot on mm-hmm. this. So that was interesting. Uh, X-Men 2 is pretty good. Uh, they're starting to bring in the other island that was mentioned, of course, in House of X. Uh, Arrakis, whatever. No, not Arrakis. Arrakis, that was from Madune. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, it's very weird. And it's bringing in Apocalypse for this. So, interesting stuff. Um, I did pick up the previews for, what, the comic books coming out in the next six months. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm thinking we get the Star Wars number one. That's going to be after Who's Empire Strikes that? Back. I think it's Charles Soule. Mm-hmm. So I'm really going to check yeah. into this because I really have been enjoying what I've seen of some Star Wars comics. So I've read a few. I've not really dived into it too deep. Uh, I read, uh, you know, that per- the latest Star Wars reboot, which just finished up its run, I think. I, the, the John Cassidy, and I can't remember who the, art or the writer was. Uh, I enjoyed it quite a bit. Jason Aaron was on some of it. Yeah. So, I always wanted to go back, but like I said, when you're trying to find it on, like, Amazon Prime, they'll give you the first trade paperback, but then after that, everything you have to pay for or sign up for Unlimited. I'm just not going to do that right now. Right. Well, I think I'm going to buy the uh, Omnibus. They're, 
I really like what yeah. Marvel's doing. Yeah. Ooh, they are releasing a the third, I guess, edition of the Giant Size X Men paperback. Um, it's hard to find them right now on eBay without it being like five hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, that comes out like in May of two thousand twenty. But I'm going to be probably looking forward to getting that because I've always wanted to have them collected in color. Dude, listen, I hate to say it, but we're comic book nerds again. No, <laughs> no, no. no. I, I, I let out my my uh, worst uh, Darth Vader Return of the Jedi no impression. No. no. No, no, I couldn't be. Where's Padme? I, I, I couldn't be. Padme. No! Um, that, that was good. Um, let's see what else has happened. Well, listeners, been, we have left after that. Yeah, done with that. So, I, this is my interesting from, thing from the past week. I saw today where um, Days of Our Lives, that they released cast yes, yes. members from the contract. bring that up. So, um, I didn't see that you had it written on the news, so I just thought I'd bring it up. So I'm glad that you were going to bring it up. So, I mean, obviously it doesn't mean that the show is dead because they film it's a lot on, of episodes eight months in advance. Yeah. They're, I think so, they were through this season completely done, wasn't it? Like uh, 2018 – or not 20, 2019 through 2020 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I – I know a little bit about Days of Our Lives. When I was like in fifth and sixth grade, I think that's when Marlena was uh, uh, possessed by the devil. And I remember watching it with my friend's grandma being like, this is not, this are, is not are bad. You sure, are you sure you weren't watching uh, Dark Shadows or what was that one? There was that one that was like supernatural changed. Uh, I can't remember what it was now. But anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, let's just say that I was asking her questions about this. I was like, who's John, the preacher? She's like, oh, that's the guy that she's been in love with. I'm like, who's Roman? She's like, it's the other guy that she's been in love with. I was like, so she just goes back and forth. Try explaining that to a kid that's in fifth and sixth grade. And so I've caught, I mean, I, I've caught, I think I've watched it for the next couple of years. I mean, just if I was at home during summer break. And uh, I laugh, and I, I still laugh about it now. So I decided to get online and try to find, like, the history of the uh, the town. It's in Salem. I think it's in a Midwest town, whatever. And, dude, <laughs> I just looked up some of my favorite characters. I forgot all about the evil guy, Stefano, and how that's such a terrible name for a character. Or maybe it's a perfect name for somebody that's set in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, and I guess the 2000s. But, uh, Jesus Christ, everybody in that town has, like, a criminal record. Somebody yep. has killed somebody. Somebody has obviously committed some kind of adultery. I mean, everybody, it's, it's you know what, Salem's just a big old STD town. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's having sex with each other. Everybody's just sharing some kind of advanced swarm of chlamydia or something. But uh, I literally went down a rabbit hole today for an hour just reading this stuff. And I was like, this is stupid. I mean, I mean, I love comic books, right? I love wrestling, stuff like that. So obviously they have dumb storylines as well. Like, you know, how many more times are you going to kill somebody in a comic book and bring it back to life? It's no different in uh, Days of Our Lives. These people died but thought they were dead, uh, blew up in an airplane, blew up in a like a warehouse. I think it's crazy. So if anybody that watches soaps tries to sit there and criticize your love for wrestling or comics, you tell them you're no, we're no different. We're all one the same. So, but yeah, dude, um, I got lost. I didn't think I was coming back. I was reading through some of those bios. It just goes on forever and so ever. Listen, listen, back in 19, around 98, 99, that's about right, I was uh, living 
at home here in Jamestown. This before I moved to Cookville in 2000. And me and my friends would just, we, one of our friends had a cabin. We'd all just hang out there. And as most people do at that age, at a young age, we, uh, we, uh, participated in some extracurricular activities, uh, of mind altering. Uh, right. They, they smoked a lot of weed. I'll just go ahead and say it. It don't matter. Uh, all the time. And these, and two of my buddies would just like all the time. And so, if you go over that day, you know, get ready to go do whatever we was going to do that day, hang out, whatever. These two knuckleheads would not do nothing until they watched. They would get stoned, and then they watched <laughs> Days of Our Lives. It would what? not leave the house. <laughs> would not leave until the till it was over. Refused to leave. And I, I respect them. I was like, "Are you kidding?" And then I started watching it too, just a little bit. I didn't get into get into it like them, but uh, yeah, that was uh, that was an interesting time in my life with those two and Days of Our. Because okay, so you're watching Days of Our Lives, and behind them on the wall, they had hung a a uh, tire that they had gotten from Dale Earnhardt's car at Bristol. So. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, uh, yes. it's like it's like the best of both worlds when you go in. Days of Lives fan. It was uh, it's it, let's see, it's NBC's longest running show. Yeah, right. I think lost the sixties. It's crazy. I mean, uh, uh, you know, but how many how many soap operas are left anyway? Uh, my grandparents, my grandma used to watch uh, The Young and the Restless. Was hers Victor? You know. Oh man, I remember Victor. Yeah, yeah my mom and my yeah. grandmother watched that stuff. That's all, yeah, you know, it was I hope like Victor's doing all right, man. It'd be <laughs> we, <laughs> seriously, man. I hope he's, he's doing okay. He's doing whatever he's got at the time. I mean, you know, but uh, it, the morning would consist of getting up and you'd eat breakfast, watch Price is Right because that's what every oh uh, yeah you know family would do, and then you would watch. Days of our lives, and you would not talk to my grandma until it was over. Or you'd get backhanded out of the room. So, you know, my stories, Jason. Them's my stories yeah. now. I gotta see yep. what Victor, Victor gets some girl pregnant again. <laughs> and by the way, like Marlena had like freaking 20 children and like 200 grandchildren. <laughs> like, it's ridiculous. Well, you know. But uh, yeah, I I was surprised when I saw that, and I thought I was going to bring it up if you hadn't. I I went off on my friends and AEW tangent and it made me forget that one because I had it sitting here too. See, I can't up. one up you, Jason. Every time I think, oh, he's going to love it, I'm I was prepared dealing with this. Yeah, you were prepared because I'm sitting there like, man, I'm going to have to call nine one one to get me out of this rabbit hole. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you another. Uh, let's let's roll back around to wrestling one more time, and then I'm done. So, last night, yeah, on, uh, you know, SmackDown is on Fox, on the Fox Network now. So, right. um, Fox does a, a show on Sport Fox, what is it, Fox Sports 1? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's WWE Backstage, and it's hosted by Renee Young and Booker T. And last night, at the end of it, they brought out CM Punk. What? And He's back? Just in a in a commentary role on backstage. But for those of you who don't know, because we love wrestling, 
or I love wrestling. CM Punk was huge. Uh, let's see, it's been six years since he uh, quit the company. Uh, he was huge. The fans loved him, and he didn't like the way he's being treated by the company, uh, storyline-wise, and so on and so forth. And so he just stepped and quit and said he'd never, you know, you didn't expect him to be back because it was a pretty big deal. And then last night they dropped that bomb. And But the thing is, that shows produced by Fox, WWE has nothing to do with it. Not really. You know what I'm saying? So right. they can hire whoever they want to. I just found it interesting. And that's it for no more wrestling talk tonight. Well, that's he it. was known for that very that speech where he went, off, he, went off, uh, yeah, yeah. he went off. Yeah, he went off good. Well, he went off kayfabe. That's right. And then, kayfabe yeah. is when you stay in character. So he went off kayfabe. Mm-hmm. He did a shoot, as they would call yeah. it. It was a pretty good speech, though. I remember oh, that. Oh, it was great. It was great. I loved it. But, you know, he just basically said what he was feeling about the company and how he was being treated in his place and how certain other wrestlers were uh, being put over and so on and so forth. But anyway. And Roman Reigns. No, no, this is before Roman Reigns. This was, I was uh, jo- John Cena. This would have been uh, in John Cena's heyday. John Cena's ass. No. Da, da, da. But anyway, that's all I wanted to say about that. No more wrestling. Um. Okay. Well, then I have been playing. I'm most. Oh, I played a good chunk of Porch Outer Worlds. Light. I have been playing some Porchlight. Porchlight too. Porchlight. Porchlight. I'm trying to catch up with you guys, and uh, it's a really fun game. Yeah, it's a really good stand-in for uh, Diablo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, looks great, plays well. I mean, I like the controls. Um, yeah, having a good time with it. Uh, I'm not starting on Alien Isolation yet. I'm trying to beat um, Outer Worlds first before I get started on that. So that's, again, I'm still planning to go through my catalog and play some of these games that I'm, I purchased but did not beat. Yeah, I want you to do the idiot uh, achievement in uh, Outer Worlds. I'm going to. I'll record it. Yeah, I'll put it on the page. I'll that. That'll be good. So, um, other than that, everything else is good. Work's just kind of slowing down a little bit in the playground business. And, uh, it should be expected up. this time of year. So. Maybe be surprised. I mean, we still got stuff that's, that's going on. But uh, when it comes to, like, the servicing jobs that I do for the playground business, all my projects now are just for in 2020. So, but, uh, I mean, everything's good. Man, how, how was your week? Oh, it was uh, not bad. We've uh, been frozen cold up here. It's been ridiculous. We've been out of school. They didn't have school the last two days. What? Yeah. Yeah, the roads were pretty slick. Wasn't a lot of snow, but there was a lot of ice on these back roads, not your main roads. So, uh, we were out the last two days. Um, let's see, comic books. I still haven't got any, but I'm going Friday and I'm going to pick up a, apparently a mother load of them, I'm afraid. But I did sit down and read, finally read Valkyrie number three, which is uh, excellent. Uh, and then King Thor number one. And man, gosh, that's good. It's so good. Uh, well, they've got another Thor series coming out, I noticed. Thor number yeah. one. Yeah. Well, King Thor deals with the future Thor. and Oh, does it? I didn't yeah. know that. That's yeah, cool. This is, this is future Thor with his uh, three granddaughters. Uh, Loki is the god butcher now. Uh, it's uh, it's really good. I'm digging it. I'm 
probably going to have a two, two or three more issues by the time I get my comic books. But uh, I, again, both those I'm digging. I'm ready to get back into the X Men world. It's been last X Men comic I read was number one, so uh, pretty far behind. Man, I'll, it's, I'll it's have weird. all those ones to catch up on. I'm still trying to like get used to Rachel and uh, Kid Cable calling Cyclops dad. Yeah, like it's uh, it's weird, but it's a good weird, I guess. It, mm-hmm. It's just I don't know. It takes some getting used to. So, so we did that. Um, I. Canceled my Apple Games subscription. Uh, I just wasn't used in it enough. I like the games on it, but I just don't play that many games on my phone. I don't have time to. So I canceled it, and then I picked up uh, Apple TV Plus because it's the same price. And I watched the first episode of The Morning Show. Yeah. And then my wife did, and man, it's good. Is it? Oh, it was really good. Uh I'm digging it. I've watched uh, uh, For All Mankind, which is the alternate uh, take on the space race where the Soviets were the first to land on the moon and how we deal with that. Oh, and interesting. Only one episode in. Um wanted to sit down and watch C, which is that Jason Moma one where everybody's blind. Mm-hmm. Uh, after, you know, it's set in the future and something happened and everybody's blind. But apparently him and his wife have twins, which both can see. And so it's a whole big hubba <laughs> loo from there. Hubba bubba hubba. Yeah, hubba bubba. I know. can't see! <laughs> what can you see? I can't see! But uh, yeah, that's how it goes most of those episodes. I'm digging it. Uh my daughter watched Snoopy in Space. I forgot that they had peanuts on there, and she really liked it. Uh, so it's pretty neat. It's pretty good. Uh, a lot of a lot of streaming stuff to watch right now. My goodness. I'm behind on Castle Rock. I haven't watched it this week. But I did watch The Watchmen. Man, that's good stuff. Gosh, I know we say it every week now, but there's not been a bad episode, I don't think. There hasn't, but... Mm. Man, I, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Um, God, I've got some notes here about that, but it's <laughs> going hey, places. First, <laughs> I'm just trying to get my thoughts together on it. So, first of all, seeing uh, Jeremy Irons, you know, going through a pond yes. looking yes. for clone babies, mm. and then you know, checking to see if the clone babies are right, and it, it was tossed back into the water. Yeah. <laughs> Um, obviously, yeah, he's trying to test and get his way out of there now. So yeah. that's very interesting. It's um, now. Had a uh, buddy cop vibe watching uh, Lori and uh, Angela, mm-hmm. uh, you know, ride around. So, um, yeah, and now the introduction of Lady Triu. Uh, yeah, that opening, right, man. that opening right. was, uh, was uh, pretty intense. Uh her kid yeah. has to be a clone of her, right? And those pills yeah. that she's taking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, by the way, spoiler alert, guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, uh, just fast forward, whatever. Don't yeah. Um, so those uh, pills, yeah, something's going to happen with uh, with Angela. She's going to take the pills, too. I mean, she's got them now. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. It's, I don't I'm not, I'm not trying to get my hopes up because I know how these things roll uh, with him, uh, the, the showrunner, uh, David Lindelof. Lindelof. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he's all about that mystery like J.J. J. Abrams, the mystery in the box. 
And sometimes, like I said, sometimes ambigu- ambiguity is good. Uh, he did the leftovers, and it really leaves you thinking, you know, what really kind of went down. And I was okay with that. But with this, man, I really hope they stick the landing on it. Like, I really would like – I, I don't know. I mean, like you said, there's supposed to be – this is just going to be like a one-season type deal, right? Well, yeah. He said that uh, if they wanted to carry on, you know, after he finished his story, they could, of course. You know, they own they own IP, so it doesn't matter. But um, that his story would be done with this season. Which I kind of like. I mean, I never watched The Leftovers, but I like the fact that, you know, it was pretty much self-contained in, what, three seasons? Yeah. So, you know. uh, That wasn't bad either. Leftovers was great. I mean, it was based off a book, and then mm -hmm. they actually got the author involved to help write the scripts for the second and third (laughs) seasons. Um, And and they never explain it. A lot of people hate that because, you know, in in Leftovers – I think it's 3% of the world's population has disappeared with no answer. Religion can't answer it. Science can't answer it. Mm-hmm. And you don't get an answer. You, you do not. They never explain why everybody disappeared. It really is based. It's just kind of like a zombie movie. It's all about zombies, right? Zombies are in the backdrop, but it's all about how people deal with each other yeah, during the, yeah. the crisis. This is all about just trauma and, and losing people and how people, you know, get through that. Um, mm-hmm. So it's kind of a very depressing show. But it's good. Like, it's well-written. So, sorry, my dog is yeah. trying to lick my leg for some reason. And I just try to move, and then she gets a little upset at me. But, um, yeah, so I'm hoping Watchmen sticks the landing on that. have no idea what's going on with that gigantic clock. Obviously, it's got something to do with, with Dr. Manhattan. Um, it has to. A lot of people are trying to say that maybe Lady Tree has um, – has a uh, uh, – Adrian Veidt, sorry, I don't know why I can't pronounce Ozymandias all of a sudden, but uh, I still, I'm starting to really think it has to be Dr. Manhattan. Has to, but, then again, but then again, she can clone stuff too. She can clone that, she cloned that baby at the beginning, for, you know, mm-hmm. to get the land. And I wonder if that's, if that is um, um, Adrian Veidt uh, coming down from space. You see that uh, oh, meteor, right? Yeah. At the beginning. Yes. I have to wonder, so... We'll see. But, yeah, it, and they explain where uh, Silk Spectre got her blue dildo. And it was, did you see yeah. it? I don't know if you read the newest, uh, uh, what is it, Pedipedia? Pedipedia. Yeah, it was uh, Night Owl that made it for her. I guess they're kind of pissed off at each other. Yeah, they're not uh, not on the best speaking terms. So. Uh, I didn't um, get in read some more of those Pedipedias. I haven't, uh, when you first recommended them, I went in and looked, but I haven't. At, in the subsequent episodes, so I need to get back to that. And they said, uh, you know, Trent Reznor and Atticus Finch did the soundtrack, which is great. I'm really digging the uh, soundtrack for this. But anyway, oh, yeah. they said that in the liner notes and stuff, there's even uh, tidbits of info given away in it, too. So Seriously? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Problem is, who buys, who buys physical copies of anything anymore so yeah i was hoping it was going to be released on like streaming services it should be by now i haven't looked i don't know Uh, i'll check that out but yeah definitely start watching watchmen or first though read the comic book though because it's so good i'm not sure if it's still on sale or not but when it was on sale for 5.99 i kind of wish i went ahead and bought it digital just to have a you know a copy on hand whenever i wanted it i'm checking right now to see if that Soundtrack is available. 
Um, I did not watch the second episode of uh, His Dark Materials yet. Um, Still haven't watched either one of them. Gosh. Oh, dude, you need to. I know, I need to. But like I said, I went down this uh, Apple TV Plus hole. And, uh, but I'm telling you, I'm, I'm glad I did just for the morning show alone. It is, it is really good. Yeah, uh, Watchmen Volume 1 is on there right now. I'm just going to go ahead and add that. Uh, but it doesn't, of course, now I have Apple Music, so I don't get any of that stuff, you know, I just get the album. So I don't know if you were to go on to iTunes and actually purchase the album, normally you get liner notes and stuff with it, I'm assuming. So, but I went ahead and added it to my collection, I'll just give it a listen, because I really do dig that soundtrack, it's really good. Yeah, it has an 80s feel to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with all that little, they use some kind of scent, scent pop yeah. stuff, whatever. It's cool. Um, yeah, um, been enjoying that. I haven't really watched anything else, though, so. Uh, that's it for me on the watching front. Well, of course, we haven't talked to any Disney Plus. Uh, uh, okay, uh, let me ask you this. I've seen a lot of people have been asking and posting this kind of thing, and I know what your answer is going to be, but uh, what was the first thing you watched? On Disney Plus. Oh, X Men uh, cartoon episode one. Okay. It's just it's very. Well, I was at work, so I just briefly just seeing what was working. Just check it at out. The time. Yeah. Mine was. And, uh, mine was Forky. Ask a question. Who? Forky from oh. uh, Toy Story Four. Oh, okay. Uh, I was like, I thought you were sneezing for a second. No, it's a little. So the girl in Toy Story Four, I can't remember her name now, but uh, she is at school and it's a new school and she has no friends so on and so forth so at during crafting time she makes a friend out of a spork and names him Forky and he comes alive who voices Forky uh, I can't remember but he's pretty and and he's pretty funny in it but anyway so they've done these little shorts was it Keanu Reeves no Keanu Reeves was the daredevil uh, evil Knievel guy, I can't remember his name, but uh, anyway, that was the first thing I watched. The second thing I got to watch was a uh, show on making Disney crafts, because you know I was watching this with my daughter and she was choosing everything. The third thing I watched was Cinderella two, so and we'll talk about the fourth one here in just a little bit. We're gonna save it. The fourth, the fourth what? The fourth thing I watched on there. Oh, okay. Um, we'll say. I then. watched. Uh, I went through and just started listening to the, like theme songs from some old shows. I wanted to listen to the old Iron Man theme song from the nineties from the cartoon. It was I am. Yeah. Uh, it's not. I don't know if they've lost the rights to it somehow. Because huh. now they have some kind of generic, generic, just like a placeholder type of deal or something. Yeah. Uh, watched like the first episode of Spider-Man cartoon. That theme song, by the way, is underrated, man. When it hits with the the guitar solo in the Spider-Man, Radioactive Spider-Man. If I'm not mistaken, wasn't that Joe Perry from Aerosmith that did that? No, I think it was. No Conti- way. Continue talking. Did you watch? Uh, did you watch uh, Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends yet? No, I haven't. Why has nobody? Excuse watched me. Hold on. Excuse me. I did watch oh the. Uh, hold on. I did watch the um, the opening of it just because I remember you said you mentioned that to me. Yeah. 
Uh, man. Meanwhile, it's amazing Spider-Man and his amazing friends, Iceman, and what's her name? Fire... Firestar. Firestar, yes! The same guy that did the voice of the, 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 was it the Justice League? Yeah, yeah, uh, yes, I can confirm Super, super Friends, right? Joe Perry did the opening for Spider-Man. What? Yeah. Mind blown. I that's what it was. Yeah, I Mind blown. Uh, see, I just remember, I was like, man, yeah, heck yeah, this, this thing just it slaps, man, it's good. Listen, I'm going to tell you and I'm going to tell everybody else, and I said it before, and it may be terrible now because I haven't watched it since I was a kid, but watch the Spider-Man and his Amazing Friends episodes with the X-Men in it uh, where they had to fight against Arcade. I used to love it because that was the first time I'd seen X-Men in cartoon, in a cartoon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, that's probably what I'm going to watch next. I don't. I wonder know. if it's better than the first episode of the X-Men cartoon in the 90s. Now, I love the X-Men, and it, it really takes off, Pretty uh, rough, especially though, after that it? first season. Yeah, it's rough, man. Gambit yeah. was just cracking me up with his terrible Cajun accent. <laughs> hey, Cher. Oh, mon petit. <laughs> mon petit. You know, it, mm-hmm. of course, Gambit's like in... No one knows if there's a sentinel nearby. I, I was like, this is stupid. Like, Jubilee didn't look up and see the sentinel that's sitting there just hiding from her. All right, cool. So, but, um, yeah, good stuff on there. I'm digging it, dude. You can you can go down some deep holes of, like, just different series and stuff. It, and it's pretty neat because I set up a profile for me, and then uh, Ella Kate was with me, so I set up a pro- profile for hers. And I and I put it under the kids one, and man, it it does a good job of like filtering out and down the kids, you know, for your kids and stuff. Yeah. Like, uh, the, none of the Star Wars stuff was on there. Uh, none of the Marvel stuff up at the top. It had uh, it had like uh, subheadings, and one of them was superheroes. One of them was princesses, uh, Disney Junior, so on and so forth. I mean, it was. Uh, it was like it was curated for her, and I hadn't, you know, I didn't do anything. I just, you know, put her name in, blah blah. Chose her uh, little lo- or her uh, avatar, and it was, and she was like having a blast. She loves it, and I do too. I mean, I did you? I got the Verizon, so I've got four years of it. For I, I can't even remember when I have to renew again. Sometime in 2022, I believe, or something like that. But. uh I was laughing at everybody that was like complaining that morning when it went live because it was, uh, you know, it was having hiccups and stuff. Um, I know it's like in the morning too. Like it only been yeah. out for like what a couple of hours and people were sitting there complaining. Like people are yeah. starting to get up now and finally get on the service. Well, I mean, you know, we play video games, so it wasn't that big a deal to me. I, I mean, I was like when it was going on, I was like, well, the servers must be getting hammered. But everybody else is like, oh my gosh, I can't watch anything. This is the worst service ever. Uh, Blah blah blah, and it's just like, dude, just calm down. It will, it will pick up and be fine. No worries. Everybody has such a hard time, but uh, I'm really digging it so far. Uh, I'm looking forward to once they start adding back in some of the stuff they can't. Uh, Josh asked me why Episode Eight, Star Wars Episode Eight, isn't on there yet, and I was like. Uh, I think it's just the agreement with Netflix. Yeah, Netflix still has the streaming rights to it. I mean, you know, those are going to be in place until they, you know, until those uh, agreements run up, run out. Except for the Stars one, which is pretty interesting. Disney cut a deal with them so they could have Endgame on there at launch. Or they, uh, 
they run some kind of special for stars, you know, where you can like sign up for five bucks for however long. And yeah, I think they run ads for stars, which was smart on their part. Cause I mean, why in the world would you not want to launch your new service with, you know, the biggest movie of all time? Right. So, you know, uh, I don't blame them, but I'm digging it. I like it. Uh, I like where Apple TV plus is going. Uh, it looks like, uh, as we said, I'm going to end up signing up for Warner Brothers, uh, HBO Max. Uh, Might as well just take my login. I'm telling you, dude. Well, I think I get it for free. I've been studying some more. From where I'm an AT&T Now subscriber and an mm-hmm. HBO subscriber, I think I'm going to get it for free. So that's a pretty good deal. Um, I did watch a little bit of 101 Dalmatians. That was always a, a, a movie I loved as a kid. Yeah. Man... I miss that art style. I, the animation is so beautiful. Everything just looks great in that movie. It, I was just giggling. That whole time period, and I think it started with uh, Sleeping Beauty was the first one uh, to really take on that. That was when a new crop of animators come into Disney. And so, you know, they had fresh ideas and fresh looks for characters and stuff. Uh, Don Bluth, actually, of... Uh, Dragon Lair and uh, American Tale and all that. He was a uh, he was the artist or animator on Sleeping Beauty, and you can see a lot oh, of his nice. influence. You see a lot of his influence in that time period for Disney uh, with their movies. But yeah, I haven't really dug into any of the movies yet. Uh, I will at some point. I want to sit down. You know, Jesse told us that he'd watched uh, Rescue Rangers. Uh, the other morning. Uh, me and Elicator are pretty excited. We're going to dive into the Gummy Bears before too long. Oh, man, I did watch the theme song to that, by the Gummy way, because I hadn't heard it. Oh, my God. Bouncing here and there and everywhere. The songs are so terrible, though, man. Go back and mm-hmm. watch that stuff, man. Yeah. Um, I did watch the uh, first episode of the new DuckTales cartoon because I just heard good stuff about it's it. Good. Man, God, it's good. It's, good. it's yes. funny. Yeah. There's a lot did of adult know? humor in there. Hey, check this out. So, we're going to... Disney World next week. We're going to leave on Tuesday night and drive down. Be there on Wednesday. So are we going to hiatus then for like no. what, next couple of weeks? No. Uh, we'll get an episode out next week. Uh, we'll probably record. You're like, I don't care if it's even on Christmas. We're recording. Well, I'm like, Jason, I want to see my family. I don't care. We'll record on like Sunday or Monday. One of the two probably. I mean, we may not. I'm not going to guarantee it. But, you know. Uh, one of the two will go ahead and well, I thought we people would want to talk about Thanksgiving movies. <laughs> we talked about Halloween <laughs> movies. Yeah. <laughs> so we, that may be the episode. The, the, no, because we'll have Thanksgiving the next week. Uh, anyway, that's down the road. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but so we've been getting ready to go. And if on the Disney app, you can look and look at wait times and what characters are at each park and so on and so forth. So we were looking at, I think it was Animal Kingdom, uh, and they have Crash from uh, Ducktales. What's his la- Crash? Mc- what you remember? Crash, his, or uh, you know who I'm talking about? Launch. Wait a minute. Launch pad. Yes. Mc- There's Crash. launch pad. Yeah. But anyway, he's a character you can actually go see. Really? I didn't know that. And Scrooge Scrooge McDuck's going to be there while we're there, and all that. And I was like, I told him, okay, Scrooge like, McDuck. I told. Uh, I told her, okay, and I was like, look, Launchpad is there. She's like, who? And why do I, why do I care? 
<laughs> and, I said, and I was like, we're not going. <laughs> trips off. Yeah, trips off, honey. Sorry. So, but anyway, uh, I just thought that was pretty neat. I didn't realize some of the characters, because it's going to be Christmas, so there's lots of special characters that they bring out and so on and so forth. But, uh, I, oh, I do have one more thing to talk about. We've been talking, apparently for a week where I did nothing, I have a lot to talk about. So, last week we talked Terminator. And we hadn't seen Dark Fate. I have seen Dark Fate now. Okay. It is uh, it is really good. And I'm disappointed. I said, I posted on the um, Facebook page that uh, uh, I was, uh, when I left the theater, I was sad. And I just wanted people to speculate and think that it was going to be terrible. But it was not terrible. I was sad because we will not get to see what happens from here because, you know, it's supposed to be a trilogy and they've shelved the whole series now. But uh, I'm really disappointed because I enjoyed this movie a lot. It's uh, me and Jonathan and I were talking about it. It's, it's my third favorite Terminator let's put movie. A, let's put a spoiler very quickly here. So just uh, fast forward, whatever, because I've already read the spoilers for it. So yeah. John Connor get killed in the beginning, huh? Right I at think the beginning. that was yes. the best thing they could have done. Yeah. Yeah. I and think it was the best thing that they could have done, man. Definitely. And it retcons all that, you know, baggage that we talked about last week. All that's out the door and uh, leaves it wide open for uh, this new storyline that they go with. And uh, I would have liked to have seen. So Skynet is not the bad, is not the bad guy in this one, is not the, the main uh, people. It's now a, or person or thing. Whatever it's now it's Krispy Kreme Donuts. It's Legion. Is, mm. But you never find out anything about Legion other than that they, that it's. I guess seemed, Scott had decided to rebrand, huh? I don't know. They just mention it, not not in passing, but, you know, they don't go into what it is or anything. They just said that Legion sent back the Terminator to kill Danny. Who is the uh, future hope now for uh, the world? And uh, it's it's really good. Arnold Schwarzenegger is great in this. Uh, he's not got a real big role. I know some people didn't like that his role was uh, kind of muted in this one, but uh, it turns out uh, it, his name is Carl, by the way, in this one. Right. And it turns out that he is the one that killed John Connor. And so, you know, Sarah's all angry and which I don't know how much I I, I liked. How was he able to like actually start caring about humans though? Like he does because he gets uh, married to somebody. No, he's not married. He doesn't get married. He is just taking care of them. Uh, The wife and the boy were in a, the father was abusive and, he stepped in and so on and so forth. Basically, he just learned. He adapted. And because after after he finished his prime directive, he didn't have nothing to do. Gotcha. So he kind of, he, he learned and adapted and so on and so forth. And turns out he's the one that's been helping uh, Sarah Connor hunt down all these Terminators that have been appearing over the years. He would send her. Gave her a purpose. Yeah. And so on and so forth. But that's sweet of him. He uh, works in. He's a drapist. He works in drapery. And <laughs> okay, uh, 
there's a great little moment where like they're uh, they're waiting to meet this dude, and the scene cuts from them driving to where they're meeting to them just waiting, and he's talking, and he's just nonchalantly talking about drapes and how they should be hung in this boy's room or this kid's room and all this stuff, and I just found it hilarious. <laughs> There's only, like, three people in there, and I was laughing nonstop, and everybody else was just kind of quiet, but I thought it was great. Old man but, won't stop laughing. But it is, uh, it is, uh, if I was to rank them, I would put it T2, Terminator, this one, probably Genesis, and then three, and then Salvation, I think. Wow. Although I went back over the weekend and watched, man, again, for somebody that said they didn't do much, I did a lot of crap. But uh, I watched Salvation and Rise of the Machines after we talked about them. Uh, Salvation is uh, not a terrible movie. It's not a good movie. It's got its dumb moments, but it's got some cool, you know, where we was talking about, like, the uh, motorcycle Terminator scene and all that stuff. Right. Uh, that was a good action scene. Of course, I, I the, the end of it is pretty dumb where the, you know, it just conveniently gives his heart to John Connor to keep him going and all that stuff. But, uh, uh, that then again, though, in Rise of Machines, that ending saves that movie. Uh, it, it's it's okay as a movie, but like that ending, you know, where you realize that you can't you can't stop Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's that's what really saves that movie for me. So, but there it is. Uh, if you haven't watched Terminator Dark Fate and you want to, I would go see it pretty soon because I'm sure it'll end its run before too long. If you want to watch it in the theater, and it's sad yeah. that. I, I, again, it's sad that they don't get to see where they were going to go with this. I really like uh, the Danny character. Um, she's she's uh, she grew a lot in the movie. I thought her character arc was really good, and then uh, uh, the Terminator was pretty good. The the new one, so he can split himself into two, basically. Uh, among other things, you know, there's the kind of liquid metal stuff going on and all that, and then. Uh, I can't remember her name right now, but the the uh, augmented uh, girl, I don't know, I can't remember her name. She was really good in it, too. There were some really good fight scenes. I really enjoyed most of the fight scenes. There's a great chase at the beginning and so on and so forth. Probably my biggest disappointment, then we'll move on, was Linda Hamilton. Her character, I don't know, there was just something about... They forced some comedy moments in there with her and so on and so forth, and it just because it wasn't like her at all, right? And the other ones, like she's super serious in this one. Don't get me wrong, but at the same time, some of the stuff she says just kind of makes you, you know, like do a double take. You're like, what? That doesn't sound like something she would say. That kind of thing, you know. But it was still nice having her back in the series and all that. So, uh. I don't know, I'm just kind of sad. I guess they'll shelve it and we'll wait a few years and then they'll reboot the whole thing again. They'll start <laughs> over, you know, five years or so. They'll, and then they'll probably put out a TV show again. Uh, what was it, the Sarah, Chron- the Sarah Connor Chronicles? I heard that was really good. I watched a few episodes of it. That was uh, Lena Headley, right? She was Sarah. It was her and Summer Glau from uh, Firefly. And uh, I can't remember who it was that played John Connor now, but. Anyway, 
uh, that's it for that. So uh, give it a shot if you want to go see it. I highly recommend it. Enjoy it quite a bit. Let us know what you thought on that one. Uh, with that, Clay, we've spent a ton of time on this week. So let's, yeah. uh, let's run through some news here real quick. Uh, first up, uh, I just put this in here because uh, I like Ghostbusters, the 1984 original. So, you know, they've been filming a new Ghostbusters with uh, Ivan Rotman's son, Jason, is the one who's doing the doing this one. I think Ivan is uh, producing it, but um looks like it's going to be released under the title Ghostbusters Afterlife. And it got a lot of attention recently. Dan Aykroyd said that everybody was returning, except, of course, uh, Harold Ramis. Uh, right, Town, yeah, uh, Egon, but uh, it's got wait, wait, wait. Around. Does it have Rick Moranis though? Yes, or no? Uh, uh, I see Rick Moranis. I thought he retired, man. No, he come back out for something recently. Living off that uh, honey, I shrunk the kids' money. <laughs> uh, it says uh, confirmed the return of the original cast members: Bill Murray, Gurney Weaver, and Annie Potts, along with Ernie Hudson. Man, they bring back any parts too. Dang, yeah. nothing about um, Rick Moranis. Another I designing he, women alum, right? Yep, she was. They're having a resurgence. <laughs> Where's Dixie Carter at now? <laughs> Wasn't that her name? The I main think she's one. She's dead, bro. She's no, dead. no, no, no. Is she? Dixie Carter's dead. Yeah, yeah. and there was Delta that. Burt. Delta yeah, Burt. Delta Burt. It's sad that we know the. the uh, Is it though? Is it really sad? No, no. I think I, it's a great thing. My again, my grandma watched that show all the time. I mean, she loved it. I was trying trying to find. Um, here we go. It also has uh, Paul Rudd, uh, Carrie Coon, Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things, and McKenna Grace uh, in it as well. And I think they're going to be the kind of uh, new blood. So, we'll see. What do you think? Are you excited for this at all? Do you care? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I'll I'll hold my opinions. I mean, I'll, I might give I, a shot. I'd really like to see a a trailer. Uh, you know, just to get a feel for what they're wanting to do with it before I could really pass. I mean, there's some good actors in there. Uh, I'm a huge, you know, big fan of Finn Wolfhard from Stranger Things and uh, It. So, and of course, Paul Rudd's Paul Rudd. He's always pretty never aging. Yeah, Paul Rudd, everlasting. Yeah, uh, so, uh, I'll give it a chance. I never did give the uh, all-female-led uh, Ghostbusters movie a chance. I just, I don't know, just didn't look. I'll really probably catch see some it. catch some flack for this, but um, I I enjoyed that movie. I took my wife to watch it. We both laughed quite a bit at it. Uh, Chris Hemsworth uh, plays the Annie Potts character in this one, and he is freaking hilarious. And I thought they were all really good. But I'm also a big – now, I will say this. The one person I couldn't stand in that movie was Leslie Jones, and that's I just don't like her style of comedy on SNL or anything. She's just never been that funny to me. She has funny moments. But I don't know if it's something, you know, her style is like right in your face for the most part. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I just, it, 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 it never 
does has done anything for me, and she's the same way in this, and kind of turns turned me off. But uh, I'm a big Kate McKinnon fan, so I liked her in the Egon role. But uh, I thought it was enjoyable. I mean, you know, it wasn't nothing life changing or anything like that. Who was the big baddie in it? Was it like was it Vigil? Oh, Vigil. Uh, they actually, they rehash the no it gozer? ends up, no it ends up uh, I can't remember uh, he takes over Hemsworth's body and so on and so forth uh, Stay Puff comes back I really can't remember it's been so long since I've seen it oh but, uh, Stay Puff comes back huh yeah but I mean you know it wasn't I didn't think it was terrible of course that now that had uh, Aykroyd and Murray. And Ernie Hudson in it as well, so. But it wasn't set in the same universe, though, correct? No, no, no. This is completely different. Uh, they just had little cameo roles in it and all that stuff, you know. Just yeah. little fun ones. But anyway, uh, I'll be interested to see an actual, you know, they did a little teaser trailer, but it was nothing. It just showed the, showed the garage. Ecto-1 in the garage, and then the wind blows the, the, can, the cover off of the car, and you see, you know, the Ghostbusters sign. But uh, we'll see. Uh, cautiously optimistic, as I like to say on that one. Uh, let's see. Moving on from there, though, let's roll into our weekly Disney portion, although we've already started on that. Um, so this is from Birth Movies Death. Uh, Kevin Feige says you'll need Disney Plus to understand future Marvel films. Uh, they're, they're, oh, yeah. They're pushing it, and I don't blame them. I mean, you know. If hey, if the quality that, of the shows are good, then yeah, sign me up. Well, I'll say this, and I said we weren't going to say nothing until we get to it, but, you know, judging from what they've done with The Mandalorian, uh, you know, this is going to be some high-quality stuff coming out of the Marvel side, too, I believe. Uh, they know what they're doing, uh, and I'm glad. I mean, you know, you get, what, two or three Marvel movies a year, right? Yeah. More or less, it just depends on the year. But uh, I, I like having these little these uh, shows that will fill in some of the gaps. And they look, I mean, they look really good. I'm really digging what I'm seeing from the uh, uh, Falcon and Captain America one. I saw some uh, promo art for it and stuff. And then they dropped some uh, uh, animation stills from uh, the What If what if yeah, Sharon that looks Carter was really catching. good. Yeah. yeah. So I'm all for it. I mean, you know, it, you, you're getting to see all these. And I was going to put it, but I went with this one instead. But, you know, they said that you would definitely see She-Hulk, uh, Miss Marvel, and Moon Knight in future MCU movies. They could kill it with She-Hulk. They need to make it funny. Just make it funny like the comics were. Yeah. You need She-Hulk to be funny. You need, uh, they've got to nail that Kamala Khan character. Did you ever read Miss Marvel? Any of the no, comics? I never did. I yeah. really enjoy it. It's, uh, it was, a uh, not, nice breath. Uh, can't talk. Nice. about it, God. Blah, blah. <laughs> Day one, a long go. Again. Uh, it was a nice, uh, breath of fresh air at the time when I was not really into comic books that much. And I wanted to give that a shot because, uh, you know, it was, Got quite a lot of attention just for uh, what was going on with it and everything. But uh, well, she's a Muslim man. man. Those people getting pushed out by Muslims. Yeah. So whatever, man. People, whatever. Buttholes. Yeah. But uh, and then there's Moon Knight, and who knows? Oof. What I don't even know where they'll go with that or whatever, because it's going to be 
He's got to be batshit crazy, man. But they need to do it. Yeah. They need to do it in a proper way, though. So. Yeah. Did you ever read the Warren Ellis uh, comic? I did not. Who uh, wrote it? Was it Soul that wrote it when uh, it had Dave Finch, it Finch was, on the art? Yeah, I think that rolled out of the Warren Ellis one. I think I can't remember, but anyway, man, there's some like when I was growing up, Moon Knight was Mark Spector, and you never really touched on his multiple personalities that much. You know what I'm saying? Right. But like they've really embraced that in recent years and just went with it, and it's out there. I, I look forward to seeing what they do with that character. It's kind of like if, yeah, Batman had multiple personalities. It's pretty much the way it is. Because he's, he's, uh, yeah. he's a billionaire, right? A millionaire or whatever? I think. It, it depends on which multiple personality you're, you know, going with at the time. Because the Mark Spector one, wasn't he a mercenary? Yep. And I, I can't keep up with it. I would like to go back and read some of those and, uh, catch up on what exactly is happening but I'm again I'm down for this though uh, if you just give me more MCU I'm good with it I have no problems excuse me so Ooh. speaking of you know we we talked a little bit on the Mandalorian uh, of course Disney Plus has all the Star Wars movies and oh boy and beautiful 4K yeah have you checked any of them out yet? I, I did. Not. I moved up uh, New Hope uh, when I got home just to check, check it out. It's gorgeous, man. It okay, looks so, great. So you saw then. I'm sure you saw this. This is from Polygon. Uh, here we go. The age-old debate. They just like to keep this fresh in our minds. Uh, Lucasfilm changed Star Wars Han versus Greedo scene again for Disney+, Plus, which isn't exactly true. Right. It was George Lucas. So. Yeah, I think it was uh, about 2012 when he had done this for what was it you said for the three, 3D movies? Yeah, it was the 3D yeah. movies. So, I so, remember we went and watched uh, we went and watched Phantom Menace in 3D, didn't we? Yeah, I think so, dude. I can't. It's I don't know terrible. why. I don't know why we did that. That was a terrible idea. It was 3D, and that was when 3D was all. Go watch a 3D movie. Yeah. Blah blah blah. For that, like five five minutes, that it was amazing. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, so, but yeah, uh, I don't. It looks so. Ugh, it looks so robotic. It's messed up. It doesn't look right at all. Like you're you talking about. So you've seen the scene in question? Yeah. Oh yeah. I haven't watched it yet. It's weird, man. It does so, not. It just doesn't he, go together. The, he has a new line of dialogue. Am I right? Milkie or something. Milkie. <laughs> and Mil- then uh, Milwaukee. And then they both shoot at the same time now. Right. Uh, it's pretty dumb. And, I mean, I've been trying to keep up on Reddit. And, I mean, and people are going through it and see if there's anything else that's been added. So, up, times, right now, nothing has been, so. How many times has that been changed? You know what I wish they'd change? I wish they'd take that stupid scene out of Return of the Jedi where they cut out Max Rebo's band. <laughs> and do that one. Oh, man. And put. Put the original Ewok celebration song. I was listening to the yes. Star Wars soundtrack yes. today, man, and they've got that on there. And I was sitting there just jamming out in the Jeep. So good, isn't it? Yeah. And instead, you get that nonsense. Ugh. Yeah. It's hard. What is your favorite Star Wars song? 
Like, I mean, everybody's probably going to say, like, it's the Imperial March, because, I mean, that's probably one of the more well, symbolic no. of the – yeah, well-known. But uh, for me, it's Yoda's theme, man. That song is so good. Like, the entire thing, man. Just go back and listen to it. I, it's just – it's such an emotional song. As much as I hate to bring up the prequels, because I slam them all the time, I would say the one that uh, that probably hit me the most – just right off the top of my head. Jar Jar's theme. I knew yes. it. Yes. <laughs> Mr. When, Jar Jar Binks. When he first appeared. <laughs> and you're like, what the crap is this? You know, no, actually, it's probably Duel of Fates for me. I mean, I can still, you know, I still get chill bumps, even though we've talked about the movie nonstop, how, you know. But, you know, when that when that door rises and you see Darth Maul standing there and that and it kicks in and everything. Uh, I, I, man, it's so good. I might have to raise you one, man. I mean, Duel of Fates is iconic, man, but the theme song for uh, Anakin versus Obi-Wan, uh-huh. man, that's so good. Because, of course, yeah. it mixes a little bit of the Duel of Fates in there as well. But, man, that God, it's so good. Another one I liked, actually, now that I think about it, once you get me thinking, um, I always liked uh, Ray's theme mm-hmm. from uh, Force Awakens. Uh, I bought the soundtrack for that one song. I just, there was something about it. I don't know if it was, you know, we're getting Star Wars and it's going to be good again, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, that's another one I always liked quite a bit. So. But well, yeah, it looks great, man, in 4K. I can't wait to go back through and just watch all of them again, uh, which I plan to do. I get, well, I guess I'll just, well, I don't know, I'll go ahead and just watch them anyways, or I can just wait until December when we go watch the, the last Star Wars movie. You should watch but, it more than uh, once. You know, I mean, that's all that's wrong with it. Yeah. That's the thing I was thinking about. I've not really watched uh, The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi that much. Like, I have. I watched, I watched but. Force, Force Awakens quite a bit. I haven't watched The Last Jedi again, but, uh, you know, that movie's so good, and that's me being serious, that I, I don't need to watch it again because I still remember it, and I think it's great. I don't care what anybody says. Uh but uh, I want to go back and watch Solo again. I haven't watched it. In, I've only I watched it watch one it time. The time we went to the theater was the only time I ever watched that one. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. check it out, though. 4K, it's beautiful. I've got yeah. a pretty decent 4K TV that takes uh, advantage of the uh, Dolby uh, HDR stuff. And, yeah. dude, the picture just looks amazing. It's beautiful. Yeah, I've been looking, you know, they're dropping Black Friday ads and sales left and right. Uh I should have mentioned this in the opening, but I've been looking at all that stuff and keep thinking about maybe I'll get a TV, but then I'm like, well, maybe I'm going to have twins and don't need to get a TV. I need to get diapers. (laughs) But anyway. Or maybe you need to get a TV now while you still can. Yeah. yeah. But But, uh, a good resource, by the way, uh, if anybody's um, listening, it's just uh, I went through Reddit. Uh, they have a really good, um, I think it's uh, a subreddit about buying TVs. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I always want to make sure that I took advantage of my Xbox One X, you know, that I'm getting all the HDR and all that good stuff. And so I settled with my LG C7 series, and it has been phenomenal. The picture's great. It's Everything's just beautiful color-wise. So. Well, here's what yeah, I definitely. Been... Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, finish up. I was going to say, yeah, just yeah, definitely go through Reddit and see what other people are saying about TVs right now. So. Well, here's what I've been thinking about, though. I ain't been thinking about TV. I've been thinking about buying a PlayStation 4 ever since we played <laughs> Spider-Man. I can't get it out of my head, man. That game I think Jesse, Jesse will let you borrow his uh, PlayStation 4. Well, listen, you can get – I saw two different deals. 
One of them was a PlayStation 4, and you get Horizon, uh, God of War, and The Last of Us for 200 bucks. What? Yeah. That is a really good deal. Wow. And and then the other one is uh, 200 bucks, and it's the Spider-Man PS4 bundle. So you get Spider-Man with it, of course. Uh, The only problem is all of these are just the base PlayStation, not the PlayStation Plus. So, But I don't know. I mean... Uh, you know, if you're only wanting to play one game or two, although I would never finish it, but I would like to see uh, Death Stranding because that game looks bonkers. Hey, did you see where some websites though kind of accidentally leaked that might be coming out for the Xbox? I mean, I don't think it's oh, actually really? going to happen, but I don't think it will because Sony published so and paid yeah. to have it. So I don't think it'll happen. Now it's coming to PC, I know. So, but anyway, we've completely got off track. Uh, let's bring it back around from Han and Greedo and let's roll into this week's main event Clay uh, we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian the new mm. Disney Plus series uh, mm. we've both watched it uh, let me do a little mm. quick little rundown Clay and then I'm going to let you give me some thoughts on it uh, mm. after the stories of Jango and Boba Fett another warrior emerges in the Star Wars universe The Mandalorian Mm. It's set after the fall of the Empire and is before the emergence of the First Order. The series depicts a lone gunfighter in the outer reaches of the galaxy, far from the authority of the New Republic. Uh, so we've got, I'm going to run down the cast and I'm going to let you go. Uh, playing the Mandalorian, which apparently his name, I don't think they said in this first episode, is Dan Jaren. Yeah, uh, he leaked it by accident. Yeah, is Pedro Pas- uh, Pascal. A uh, great actor uh, from, you know him from Game of Thrones, Oberon, Narcos. Narcos. Did you ever watch Narcos? Not the yeah, I watched get, the first man, season. Man, that first two seasons are great. Gosh. <laughs> get back on track. Yeah, I know. Well, we're about to go off again because uh, Carl Carl Weathers is in it as a <laughs> grief cargo. cargo. No, 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 no. You don't even do the Rocky one. you got to talk about the Predator. And when he gets freaking knifed by the predator and his arm's gone and he and it cuts his arm off and the gun's still shooting, blah, 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 Carl Weathers, yeah, he was in the Rocky too. And I didn't realize this one, uh, Werner Herzog is the client. I didn't realize that's who that was. Uh, Nick Nolte. How do you not recognize that? He has such no, a distinct voice. No, you talking about Nick Nolte? No, I'm talking about uh, Werner Herzog. I, well, I've seen it twice now. I'm not going to even try to do an impersonation of it because I can't do it well. Well, see, I watched it twice now. I watched it once last night, and I was so tired when I sat down to watch it, I fell asleep about 15 minutes into it, but then I woke up and finished it last night. And then tonight before we recorded, I went ahead and watched it again to have it fresh on my mind. Uh, But anyway, you got Nick Nolte as uh, Cool and Ugnot. He's the moisture farmer. Uh, And one of my favorites in this one, Taki, Taki, uh, man, I always butcher his name. Uh, Watiti, Takia Watiti. Uh, Watiti! He of uh, Thor Ragnarok director and uh, directed Jojo Rabbit. Starred in Dark Shadow, or not Dark Shadows. What We Do in the Shadows. Uh, you got, we haven't seen Gina Carino yet. It's Cara Dunn. I think we did. I thought she was. Was she in the, Was she? Let's go ahead and put spoiler alerts on this, by the way. Let's go ahead and do this right now. Spoiler alert. There's not going to be. I I don't. Yeah. Yeah. There's not going to be any uh, not spoiling anything. We're just going to talk about this 
Uh, and that's about it. I ain't going to go into some of these others. Those are the biggest ones on here. Oh, well. Uh, well, no, I ain't going to worry about that one right now. But anyway, let's get down to it, Clay. What do you think? It's good. It definitely was. It felt fresh. And actually, the quality of it. And it's the thing going back to rumors of a Star Wars TV show 10, 15 years ago, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they killed it. Um, it was just good. The first, the first thing I thought when it, when it started, and, you know, it, it shows him uh, going to the to the cantina. Cantina, I can't talk about it. But anyway, it, it, and he was walking through, and you've seen all the different characters, so on and so forth. I said to myself, man, this feels like Star Wars. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You had practical effects, all the creatures. I don't, I, you know, was there any CGI creatures in this? I don't know. I felt bad for the uh, the spider monkey deal, you know, yes, that the uh, delicious crumb. <laughs> yeah. what, you know, yeah. and, they, and I think they said in the Star Wars universe they're usually kept as pets. So yeah. it's pretty bad off for people in that area when you're having to roast them and the other dudes having to watch the yeah. screen get roasted and ate up. So, But uh, I said that, I, that's the first thing I thought was like, man, this feels like Star Wars, you know, right from the get-go. And uh, that opening scene, that's that, – you knew you know what you was in for from that opening scene, but uh, there was that nice little fight there in the bar. I really dug the part uh, where the guy was trying to get out, you know, run away, and he uh, hit him with the with his grappling hook and pulled him back through, and then he got uh, oh, split yeah. in half. Uh, well, they finally answer a lot of questions in, in the Star Wars universe. What would happen if somebody were in a door like that? Exactly. Well, guess what? You just got you just you got get your cut in half. You get, you get cut, cut in half. half. You want to know where they take a piss at in Star Wars? Well, now you know. <laughs> what do they call it? Like, it was, I can't remember, I can't remember what it was. It head, but, but these are things that I have wondered about, and they, they literally got answered. So I thought that was great. Um, um, the, the brief uh, flashbacks we got of the Mandalorian um, were, were interesting. So I wonder if that's when they're on uh, Mandalore or whatever. Yeah, um, Siege of Mandalore and stuff like that. Are, and I think that's answered in Clone Wars. They talk about that a lot. Um, yeah, it, it, it looked great. It was shot beautifully as well. So I mean, it had the feel of Star Wars to it, though. But at the same time, it was so refreshing because there's no Jedi and stuff like that. I don't have to worry about that crap. So let's talk about um, the, let's talk about this episode a little bit. Uh, so he's a Mandalorian. Uh, he gets a he. And uh, the Carl's weather, Carl, uh, Carl Weathers uh, character, Grief Karga, is a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Clay, all of a sudden it's completely slipped my mind. Well, and they're part of the bounty hunters. They're all bounty hunters, and he's he's giving out bounties. Right. And so he what was it? He turned in like five of them. At the beginning, he turned in like all yeah. of them. Yeah, he's like taking up yeah. all of the. And the thing is, he, he didn't want to accept Imperial credits. He got Mon Calamari uh, credits, which I found interesting. Yeah, and the, the credits were wet. Yeah. <laughs> so he does that. He wants another job, and he asks for that what his highest paying job, and he gives him an under the table job from the client who is Warner uh, Horzog's character. Uh, and so, what do you think? When we got to this part, and you get to see those stormtroopers, you know, the the original stormtroopers. They look like they, they look, yeah. look like they've seen better days. Yeah, they've man. been out in the sand. They've been out in the desert forever, some of them. Uh, pretty cool little 
scene right there. I liked it quite a bit. Uh, when the when the doctor come in, and I thought everybody was about to get shot up. Uh, An interesting thing about that doctor, though, did you see the patch on the side of his arm? I don't know if you've heard about this. Uh-uh. Doctor um, Doctor Perishing is his name. Yeah, Camino. That's a Camino. Oh, was symbol. it a Camino one on the side? And you know what that means, right? Clones, baby. Clones. Yes. Clones. Um, let's see here. Dave Filoni directed it. Who he of of Rebels, Star Wars, Clone Wars, Rebels, and Clone Wars and Resistance. Yeah, I found yeah. that interesting. I didn't think. Uh, I I didn't realize that he had directed. I didn't know he was attached. The only thing I ever heard going in, you know, this is John Favreau's baby. Man, John Favreau, he pretty much birthed the Marvel Universe. And we may be seeing a rebirth of Star Wars, especially now that they've, uh, you know, they're putting a hold on movies for the next little bit. Excuse me. So he takes this, but he takes this job, and I thought it was kind of neat where he got the uh, Beskar steel and goes back to the Mandalorian encampment. And that's where... Which I think that is the girl, by the way. Well, did you see all the talk about that being Boba Fett that was in the uh, background? What? Yeah. You know how it is. Everybody's always speculating when it comes to this kind of stuff about uh, who's in it and so on and so forth. But, you know, excuse me, when he first walks in and he's going down that real dark, dark tunnel, you know, there's the two little kids that run past him going out. If you look over yeah. his, when you're looking at him, if you look over his right shoulder, there's a silhouette in the background. <clears throat> Man. And everybody's saying that it's uh, Boba Fett. And, you know, oh. they've done, like, light enhancement techniques and so on and so forth to make it, <laughs> you know. So, but anyway. That's funny. So he takes this Beskar still uh, back, and he gets a, he gets... And you're saying that that's the Gina Carino character, yeah. uh, Cara Dune. I don't know. She's a shock trooper turned mercenary. It says on here. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, he gets a uh, that uh, Paul. What is it called? A Paulderon, a, a shoulder piece crafted out of. Yeah. It. And what was it? She said he still hasn't received his or has. Does anybody know his mark? Is that what it was? Yeah. Uh, not yet. So that's pretty interesting. I'm I'm really interested to see where this is going to go. Like I said, I've watched it twice now. And I, as always, the first time I watch something, it's with my geek glasses on, and I'm just geeking out the whole time. The second time, you can sit back and, you know, absorb what's happening and get a better feel for it. But uh, so he gets that made and heads off on this bounty that he got, and that's when it gets real interesting. What'd you think of the last half of the episode? Man, God. Well, first him having to overcome and <laughs> ride, ride that little cow, well that horse cow yeah. thing, whatever it is. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Uh, um, I thought it was neat. That ending. Uh, uh, before we get to that, let's talk about IG Eleven the Takia Watiti character in this yeah. and how cool he was and how sad I am. That's hilarious. That he's gone. He may not be gone. Oh, he's going to be back. He's going to be back. He's been, in, he's been shown in other uh, photos for other be, parts of the episode. There can be more than one IG. 
Yeah, exactly. I mean, because they, they serve the same master, at least in the comic books. Right. They, or the books they did. Well. Because I remember was one that, was in the brain of the Death Was Star. that expanded? <laughs> was that expanded or was that? It was an expanded universe, yeah. sure. But, so, I mean, if they it would be the first time that they lifted stuff from the old expanded universe. They have a great, that that whole last little shootout scene there was a good time. And ha- I was cracking up at IG wanting to self-destruct the entire time. You know, it was, it was like four times. He's like, I'll just self-destruct now. He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody. But uh, I know you're dying to talk about it. So let's let's get into the end of this. Uh, and an ending with the baby Yoda. Wow. That's unexpected. Okay. That's huge because we, we know nothing about Yoda. Right. I mean, his it's not Yoda. Everybody's trying to say it's, it's not like a clone of Yoda or something like that. No, screw off. Well, but uh, you just said that that was a Kamino, a Kamino scientist. Yeah, but why are they trying to get a hold of him? That's the thing. Do they want a clone did they, I mean, is Yoda – because there's, there's Yoda and there's Yaddle. Remember Yaddle yeah. from the Phantom Menace? Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, maybe they're trying to clone him or something. Or may, I guess you're right. Maybe he, it is a clone. What if it is a clone but of Yoda? I don't think it is. I hope it's not. I really do. I'd rather see a new character come out of this. But I will say this. So you are we going to learn more about Yoda's? You know, I don't know. Do you want to people? Sure. I mean, this is something that's been. It was like Wolverine. Then again, that was kind of disappointing. <laughs> yeah, you, I was about and to Wolverine say Wolverine. Not knowing, you who, remember how that ended up going? Yeah, not knowing who the Wolverine's real name. I'm sorry, James. Out, like, oh, James Hallett. I'm sorry, James Hallett. Yeah, still call him Logan. Yeah. Whatever. But so you texted us that morning after you watched it, and was uh, pretty. I would say head over heels for that mm-hmm. ending and everything. And Jesse was too. And I'm going to be honest, I watched it, and I've watched it twice, as I've said a few times now. Uh, I thought it was neat, but I didn't think it was like, uh, you know, like the bomb being dropped that everybody's talking about. I think it's neat. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, I was expecting some kind of jaw-dropping type of thing. I went, you know, I saw it, and I was like, well, that's neat. You know, okay. But I... I didn't get the same, you know, you know what I'm saying, jaw drop that it felt like other people got out of it. Listen, I can't make you love me. So <laughs> I will say this. It's just important. To me, it's it's a bomb It's a bomb drop because you've never seen right, another Yoda besides yeah. Yaddle. You don't even know. Yaddle. That's never been explained to anything. What kind of name is Yaddle, by the way? I mean, that's George Lucas, man. That's George Lucas. I know. So that's that's what Yaddle. And I'm fearful that don't make all his species have to have Y as the start of their name. Yarno. This one's Yarno. Yeah. Yarno. Yellow Yaddle. And just take the whole name. Just add a Y to it. (laughs) Well, the Y's silent. (laughs) I thought. That's not. I don't know. Um. No, I'm with I you. Thought, yeah, I think that's important. No, it is. I'm, I'm just saying. I mean, you know, and there, it definitely sets the mood for the rest. Not of just the you, season because not just you. There was a lot of people that were talking about how it was, you know, the biggest thing ever, and so on and so forth. And if I don't you're going to have a first episode I, of a new Star Wars TV series, you lead off with you that. Want something I mean, I was like, yes, I, I'm excited. Don't get me wrong. I love the episode. All I'm saying is that I didn't find it. Jaw dropping. I find it super interesting, and I am excited to see what's going to happen with this little baby Yoder. 
and so on and so forth. But yeah. I, it's just like everybody was pushing, not just you, and I'm not saying it bad. I'm just saying uh, all the headlines that you read leading up to this were like you had to watch the spoiler at the end and so on and so forth. And I did, and I was just like, well, this is going to be really good, and I'm excited, and I want to see where it goes. But I don't think it was the end-all, be-all, amazing, you know, final moments thing. I literally thought, I mean, the big spoiler was going to be like, oh, you know, oh, snap. It's going to be Boba Fett Fett or something, you know? Yeah. That's what, I think that's what I was thinking. Boba Fett, where? (laughs) He's still in the pit. Because the expanded universe has been cut out, so, you know, he never escaped. Jester, Carstill, Castile, whatever his name was. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, wait a minute, that's not him. That's not his real name. (laughs) But uh, I'm excited. Uh, This thing does have a odd release schedule. Uh, Have you seen how it goes so far? I have Uh, not. Okay, let me run this down real quick. I've got it right here in front of me. So you had this. Of course, they're not doing a binge type. It'll be, I get, I don't know if you'll call this weekly or not, but uh, the next episode comes out Friday. Uh, okay. Chapter three is the 22nd, four is the 29th, five is the 6th, 6 is the 13th, seven is the 18th, and the final episode is the 27th. So we get December. Yeah. So we get eight episodes. Well, like I said, I'm I'm ex- I'm very excited. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it was a well done episode. Ah, there's some people I saw that are just kind of crapping on it. I'm like, no, there's well, people that want to. That's fine. Yeah, but there's people that just want to crap on everything. It's all right. Me not know what love is. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, I, I can't wait. And then yeah, definitely, I just God, baby Yoda, and that ugh, gosh, just hope we learn more about him. I've always wanted to know. I, I don't need a movie. I don't need a, you know, no. <laughs> Star Wars Origins. Yoda. A lot of people always talked about how they'd like to see a Yoda movie. I don't really need one. I like the mystery that there was there, you know, that they had in it and all that. So, I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to see some background if we even get that. We may not even get that out of it. Who knows which way it's going to go. But, uh, but I'm going to... I'm just so glad, though, we're finally in the universe after Return of the Jedi. I'm so sick and tired of people going back to the Clone yeah. Wars. I don't care. I don't care about the time between uh, the Clone Wars and Star Wars right. and New Hope. I don't care about that. Just give well, me some new stories, know, just something that's not around all that. Like we said uh, quite a few times on here, I think that's part of the reason I like The Last Jedi so much is because they do um, – move forward. They let you know that, you know, hey, you don't have to be a Skywalker. You don't have to be special. You can be anybody and be powerful in the Force, which they've never really in the movies talked about, you know, in that way. So, uh, yeah, it's nice. And like you said, it it is nice to uh, not have any Jedi in this one and just, you know, it's just a Star Wars story. Uh, but it, man, it felt good. Like I said, to be back in in Star Wars in this way, it just felt like original trilogy Star Wars to me. Just from you know, like I said, everything's practical effects and so on and so forth, and it just felt good. And none of it looked bad. Even even the cow lizard things 
that they were having to ride and all that stuff. But yeah. it was good. All the characters didn't look fake. I, I'm still trying to think. There's well, obviously there's some CGI because of the ship and stuff, you know. But you know, when I say CGI, there's nothing, nothing like George Lucas employed in the uh, prequels type of CGI happening. Yeah. So it's good. But uh, let's leave it at that. You got anything else you want to say about it right now? Nah, man. I'm just looking forward to the future. Excited. So this will end up being another one of our weekly weekly ones, along with the uh, Watchmen. Uh, we've got some really, oh, yeah. you know, we've got some really good TV going on right now. What do you think? Oh yeah, we've been in the golden age of yeah. TV ever since The Sopranos debuted. In uh, my opinion, yeah, I mean, but that's when it started. I, so. I'm just saying. I mean, like right now in this moment, there's some really good stuff on the on TV. A lot of choices that people can go out and watch. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like mm-hmm. you can go from something like The Mandalorian to Watchmen, Castle Rock. Um, you know, on the other end of the spectrum, you've got uh, the morning show that I was talking about earlier. Uh, uh, Fleabag. Did you ever finish Fleabag? No, I, I didn't finish the second either. season. So, you know, there's lots of good stuff. And, you know, if worse comes to worse, you can always watch Friends. Always. Oh, so, but, uh, Please kill me now. I'm excited. Uh, if I was going to give this a... Uh, no, I didn't, I didn't even give it a, a, a rating, a rank, or anything like that. I'm just going to leave it at that. I thoroughly enjoyed this, and I look forward to seeing where it goes. Yeah. So, with that, Clay, let's move into some emails. emails. Get us an email jingle. You know what? Yay. Emails. Fabulous emails. So, you know, We're going to have email music? Can That's what I'm saying. By the way, why did you change from the uh, vibe music to, like, Back oh, ever, I don't even think we ever talked about that, did we? No. I, do that? Okay, I just want to do something fun because we were in Halloween, and I had picked out when I first... That was not Halloween music, my friend. That was like, hey, I'm taking some ecstasy, and I'm going to a rave no, with my that's, friends. No, that's kind of a Stranger Things vibe to it. But anyway, anyway. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I did... And, uh, uh, but I just want to do something different because I knew we had that theme we were going with for the whole month, you know, looking at horror movies and stuff. Let's so just so. do a theme song where it's just me and you doing like our blah, 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 blah. <laughs> That's all it is. I'm a minute of it. Yeah. And then everybody's it's me. I'm not listening to this crap. What is this? What is it? It is it. It is But anyway, I had uh I just wanted, and I had, when I was first doing, had the podcast in my head, what I wanted to do music-wise and intros and outros and so on and so forth, uh, I had uh, I purchased three songs uh, and got usage, you know, the rights to use. And I've used two of them now, and I was looking for a reason to use that one. And I was like, well, Halloween's here. Let's change it up a little bit. and. Just do something different. So let our listeners know that we like to take ecstasy and go to raves. Well, cool. Thanks. I guess uh, you didn't say no. So <laughs> I did talk about days of our lives earlier and my uh, rather wild childhood. So you know, yeah. when you live in Jamestown, you ain't got a lot to do. Let's just leave it at that. 
But anyway, so we're back to our normal uh, theme song. I do have another one that's sitting there that I might, I don't know, throw out there sometime or another. Uh, but so that's that was my thinking behind that. I just wanted to do something fun. Uh, I still haven't put any more bloopers at the end, though, Clay, like I did on that one. Uh, I tell you, man, sometimes you just got a little ride. Uh, we may do that some more. I don't know. I, I did manage to make it through the opening this week in one take, which is pretty amazing after last week's. <laughs> so I was la- laughing when I was listening back to how much we uh, we just both had, like, puke mouth for half the episode. I was like, wow. But, again, I attribute that to the uh, Extra Life Marathon. So, anyway, let's get on the emails this week. Let's start out with what we got first. Uh, we got one from Mr. Uh, Josh Powell. Uh, he writes in and says, seriously, why is it so cold? And then uh, yeah, it's annoying. two big band reunions in the last week or so. Black Crows and Rage Against the Machine. Both were for, both with forthcoming tours. Pretty exciting stuff. What other bands would you love to see re- reunite and tour? Also, do you guys have any music recommendations? What have you been listening to lately? Uh, signed, the second best emailer, Josh. So, Clay. At least he knows his place. Why is it so cold? Uh, it's just, that's that time of the year, right? Well, there's, a, so. there's a, actually, there's an Arctic blast. The high pressure is riding high up at the Arctic Circle, and it's Look causing this fudge. You're reading this off Wikipedia no, right I now. No, I am aren't not. You? I am not. I promise. The, right now on Wikipedia is the Mandalorian. Uh, but anyway, so this high pressure is way, way high up, and now it's causing that cold air to be pushed down and across the Midwest, and it has <laughs> blown through here. And what have you done to this Jason? giant? cold blast of arctic air so by the time you listen the good thing is by the time you're listening to this we'll be getting back to our normal temperatures for this time of year so that's why it's so cold thank you yay can't wait so uh i would like to see pink floyd reunite which i know they can't because richard wright is dead but uh, i would love to see them reunite yeah but even even then though Man, even though they say they've made up Gilmore and Waters, they still can't function together. You know what I mean? Uh, I think they can function together for so long. Uh, yeah, like five minutes. Long enough to do, like, right. comfortably numb once. Because, you know, uh, I know Gilmore come out once or twice while Rogers was doing the, the wall. Walter played mm-hmm. on comfortably numb. But uh, speaking of that, Roger Waters coming back to Nashville. Uh, here next year, I believe it is. What? Yeah, I'll go check that out. Uh, let's see. For me, right now, first one that come to mind was uh, would have been uh, one of these two bands that Josh mentioned. Uh, I've always been a huge Black Crows fan, and I uh, saw them in 2015, 14. What's that poster say? I saw them in 2013. Was the last time I saw them, and they broke up in 2015. And I really didn't think they would be back together. Uh, the brothers Chris and Rich Robinson just always did not get along. But anyway, they made up, and uh, we have tickets to see them in July, so that's pretty cool. Cool. But um, and then the Rage Against the Machine one when I was a kid uh, in high school. 
sophomore year, we went to Lollapalooza in Nashville, and some unknown band named Rage, Rage Against Machine come out and absolutely <laughs> yep, blew our minds. So, you know, um, that one. Uh, the the other one that I always wanted to see and never got to and never will be able to with this one is uh, Nirvana. Um, uh, you know, they ushered in the ho- a whole new era with uh, grunge, grunge and Nevermind blew my mind. And I was a huge Nirvana fan like anybody that was at that time my age, so on and so forth. And so that would have been it, but I, I could say the same. Uh, Stone Temple Pilots, you know, I'll never get to see them. I always wanted to watch them. Of course, Scott Weiland's gone now too. I think that's the worst part is a lot of these bands. Uh, uh, Soundgarden comes to mind. You know, a lot of these bands that I always I saw Soundgarden once, but anyway, I'm not going to ramble on about it. Uh, really excited about these two bands coming back. I can't think of like classic rock band or anything that I listen to that I would want to see come back that I haven't seen or that hasn't already done it at least. Uh, so I'm going to go, I think I'm with Black Crows because I am really excited to see this uh, concert. They're, they play a great show. Uh, so, Clay, you got any music recommendations? Uh, Frank Ocean. I've been listening to a lot of Frank Ocean lately. Yeah, he keeps listening, dropping some singles. I was listening to that when we were down at uh, Jonathan's. Chattanooga. Yeah, he released a bunch of new stuff. He's uh he's really good. Not completely just rap or anything. I mean, there's a lot of singing as well. But <clears throat> excuse me, uh, I've been listening to a lot of eighty stuff. I have too. I've been on uh, a big eighties trip lately. I don't know what happened. Listen to some George Michael mm-hmm. and just other random crap. Just you know, usually it's like on Spotify, like an eighties playlist. Yeah. But uh, right now, Frank Ocean is probably what I'd recommend. Uh, I got a few. Um, and I've been meaning to watch this and talk about it on here, but I haven't got to yet. Uh, Sturgill Simpson dropped a new album, uh, Sound and Fury, and there's a, uh, a short film that he's done with Netflix, anime. Uh, it's basically the album set to that, and uh, it's really good. The album's really good. I'm enjoying it. Um, I have... Uh, Fell down a dark, dark hole that is known as a ghost. Uh, it's not a lot of people don't like that, but um, they have some of the catchiest songs. I've been listening to a lot of it. Of course, Tool, I've mentioned on here before. Uh, the Highway Women, which is a really good band with uh, Amanda Shires and Maureen Morris, and I can't remember the other two right now. That's really good. And Eagles of Death Metal just dropped a new album of covers. That uh, I'm really digging at the moment. And then last but not least, uh, I watched uh, this girl. Her name's Molly Tuttle. She played with Old Crow Medicine Show last time we saw them. And she is really good. Uh, I mean, you have to like Americana to really get into something like this. But I watched her do a killer cover of Warren Zavon's uh, Werewolves of London. Acoustic style. Do, do, uh, do, do, I think that's do, about do, it, do, really. Do. Uh, I'm like Clay here lately. For some reason, I've been just hitting lots of playlists, lots of 80s playlists. I don't know. I'm just going back, I'm about to dig into this. Uh, we were talking about earlier, the Watchmen soundtrack, because uh, I really dig what they're doing with it. 
But uh, I think that's about it for me. So thanks, Josh. Thanks, Josh. Uh, always glad to hear from you. Uh, unfortunately, you are still the second best emailer because our friend Glenn has an email for us this week. Glenn says, I am almost through watching Babylon 5, which I'm impressed with because I still haven't watched any more of it. I'm terrible. And I'm looking for a new show to watch. <clears throat> Do you guys have any suggestions? My preferences are that it be geeky, have at least season-long arcs, and interesting characters. <coughs> Excuse me. Recently watched shows include Babylon 5, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Firefly. To give you an idea of the type of show I have in mind. It would be helpful if it was on Netflix, Hulu, or Amazon Prime. Thanks for any suggestions. Clay, what do you got? You got anything? I'd say The Expanse. Is he, did he say he watched any of The Expanse? Because uh, that's kind of it. like more uh, realistic, yeah. um, more realistic in its science and stuff. But uh, I watched the first couple of episodes of the first season of I've that. I've seen about two. But I've heard great yeah. stuff about it. I know it, our so. friend Brandon loves it. He talks about it all the time. Uh, I would recommend, I was going to say Buffy, but he's got that on here. Uh, I, I I always like to recommend uh, Westworld. Uh, Man, Westworld's so yeah, good. Yes, but it's on HBO. Ah, uh, yes, that's right. Uh, shoot. Netflix and Hulu. Uh, Hulu, uh, Castle Rock. I've been harping on it a lot lately. Uh, you know, if you're into Stephen King and that kind of thing, it's really good. Um, Amazon Prime, uh, Carnival Row. I really dig that show. They're filming the second season right now. Uh, Netflix. I don't know if there's anything I'm really watching on Netflix right now. Stranger uh, Things. Black Mirror. I don't Black know if Mirror. he's watching Black yeah. Mirror. Black Mirror is so good, Glenn. Mm-hmm. You'll like it. It's it's geeky. Yeah. It deals a lot with, you know, technology. It's kind of like Twilight Zone, but just dealing with technology. Uh, and uh, I've enjoyed it. I'd put um, Stranger Things in there. Uh, I, I, I was talking ad nauseum about how much I love that show. It's uh, it's one of my all-time favorites. Uh, I can't really think of nothing else right off the top of my head. Because I like to, when I get the emails, I'll just glance at them. But I don't like to uh, go in and think about it too much. I like to be able to just, you know answer them off the top of my head. And that's the first things that come to my head come to mind. Uh Netflix for maybe Stranger Things, Hulu, Castle Rock, and Amazon Prime would be Carnival Row. Although I have heard lots of good stuff about the man in the high tower as well. Did you ever watch that one? Uh I watched a couple episodes of the first season of that. Yeah, that's dealing one yeah. with uh time where the Nazis yeah. actually alternate history type of deal. I might go back and take a look at that. Um, uh, I'll get back to you on Okay, so the Apple TV Plus, the C one with uh, Jason Moma, because uh, it's been so long. Or, I mean, I haven't watched any of it yet. Uh, never watched The Handmaiden's Tale. I keep hearing good stuff about it. Man. Like it. First, first season's so good, man. But Go that's usually with the, the yeah. book. It, it's, they started giving the main character plot armor, and it's yeah. like, uh, gotcha. uh, please stop. So, but there you go. That's... Uh, that's mine and Clay's recommendations on that. Thank you, good friend Glenn. Uh, lastly, uh, our good friend Brandon Bradley has wrote in. Ah, third place emailer, Brandon Bradley. I'm just glad we're getting emails. You guys keep sending them in, please. 
We need to. We need these interesting topics to stimulate our minds. Uh, yeah, see. Yeah. Brandon writes in and says, "Yo, bros, I was thinking over this last past weekend of all the dumb things we did while we were working at the theater, either for our own stupidity or for the glory of Carmike. Jason and or Clay, what are some of your memories of the dumbest things you have ever done at the old theater?" You see, I don't want to Hold talk on. about this because I'd rather reserve this. The one that comes to mind for me is all the times that we took trash bags and ran them up our legs so we could walk into the basement because the sewer was coming up, yet we still had to serve popcorn. Now, for the people listening at home, uh, we took two trash bags, one per leg, and ran them to about the kneecap, then used a rubber band, either from Office Max or maybe the post office, probably ones we stole. And vacuum stilled them to keep the sewage out. If you you if you used to work at the theater and you're listening, post on Facebook in the group about your dumbest memory, Brandon. <laughs> this is a great uh, email, by the way, because uh, there was so much stupidity that happened at that theater. Uh, Indeed. And Clay, what he was getting at was we talked on and off again about doing a reunion podcast. Uh, with people from the theater uh, and just reliving some of that stuff. But mm-hmm. um, we can give one or two, Clay. I can think of one involved, well, I can think of a bunch involving us because I think you and me work together pretty much all the time. Oh, yeah. Uh, but the one, one of them that comes to mind is uh, uh, Jackass had opened. And, of course, they're doing jackassy things. And so you and me decided to do jackassy things. And I've set you in one of the office chairs and was pushing you towards the doors and stuff as hard as humanly possible. And about broke your arm. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, people was, like, walking out of the theater like, what is going on? And that's just a tame one. That's just, you know, but uh, there was that. I remember the time that when Tawny was managing the theater – and he was into paintball gun, paintball real big, and he brought up a paintball gun and just started shooting in the lobby and covered the entire lobby in paintballs. That was great. <laughs> uh, you got any, Clay? No, nah, I think I want to keep mine quiet. I, I've got a lot of good ones. I don't think I want to waste any. I, I really want to make sure people around that uh, can most most Clays aren't give more aren't safer. TV, or for uh, for the podcast, I'll have to. It'll be a specials podcast with a. We'll slap a big E on that one. <laughs> I'll have to E, e for everyone. I'll, I'll have to. Uh, we'll have to do something like that because I'll have to let I'll have to let Clay run on that one. Uh, let let him yeah. go full boy. Well, I mean, one of my fondest memories, though. Oh, excuse me, was always singing uh, "Princess of the Universe" uh, <laughs> by Queen. I'll never forget that and that time. You y'all would it. make me yeah. like, yeah, you, dude. The lobby would be full. We'd be in the <laughs> office door closed, and people can hear. And I'm just sitting there belting it out. Freddie Mercury would be proud. Uh, and uh, yeah, those were good. And I, I, some of my favorite memories were uh, like when a, a movie was. Uh, mess up you know you get a brain wrap or something like that and you go up and you know the entire movie would be on the floor or some nonsense like that you know like brandon i know he destroyed uh, a copy of rain of fire he he had to cut out like literally minutes of it like full minute you could see the skip 
in the movie. It, it was so much cut out of it. And then there was a time that uh, Stephen let uh, Harry Potter run on the floor. Like the entire movie played on it played, but it played onto the floor. I remember. I remember that. Uh, oh God. And I'm not. I'm, I don't think that I'm just leaving myself out because I did plenty of stupid ones. I had plenty of brain wraps. I do remember the time that I locked the door to the uh, to the small theater to the ten the the to the projection booth. I locked the door and locked the keys in the projection projection booth, and had to take a hammer and beat the uh, <laughs> the doorknob <laughs> off of it. Uh, Oh god, there was good times. I mean, that didn't include like all the shenanigans that like Adam did with the uh, preview of movies. You know, there was the world famous Blade Two one. Oh my god, and that's before I came back that's, to the theater. Right? It was you invited. I think it was, was right after Walmart. I think it was right after that. Not long was when you come back to the theater, because you you come up and uh, TJ come up, and I was like, yeah, come watch this movie. This is gonna be because you know it was Blade Two and. Uh, Del Toro was doing it, and it was going to be really good. And I said, yeah, come up. It'll be nice. We'll be able to watch it, blah, blah, blah. And we walked in, and we had to sit on, like, a third row because drunk Nicholson had invited all of Ravens to come to the movie. God, man. It was ridiculous. So. (laughs) But, yeah, we're definitely – we've definitely been thinking about uh, some kind of little reunion podcast of some sort. So if you listen – and you'd be interesting and interested in maybe trying to get together and do something of that nature with us. Um, leave us, uh, send me an email at the show, or leave a leave us a comment on this week's uh, page or for the on the post for this one for this episode, and let us know. Uh, it I think it'd be fun to get a bunch of us back together and. Uh, relive some of the uh, stupidity. I mean, we could talk about uh, hours on end about how much time we wasted reading way too many comic books during hours and so on and so forth. So, that means we get to talk about Joe Cherry, Clay. (laughs) Man. May he stay in jail for the rest of his life. He he doesn't even deserve to be brought up. I I may just beep his name out, you know. His mom is so sweet, but he is such a what freaking, an idiot. Uh, God. So, but anyway, uh, yeah, let us know if you'd be interested in doing that. Uh, Brandon, that was a great email. It brought a big smile to my face, especially thinking about all the trouble we had in that in that little popcorn area. So, uh, but with that, that's it for emails this week. Uh, Let's move on. Let's give a quick uh, weekly recommendation, Clay. Uh, you got anything? Uh, his Dark Materials. If you got HBO, check yeah, it out. You can watch good. it. Read the book. Uh, the book's really good. Uh, Torchlight 2, if you're playing it. And if you've got an Xbox or PlayStation. I'm enjoying I'm playing it right now. I've been playing it the entire time we've been talking. And it's fun. Which Ace, I'm about to be level 20, by the way. So I'm catching up to you guys. Um, For me this week, I am going to go with uh, I, I talked about the one I was going to go with so you know I'm going to go with it anyway uh, I think you should go watch Terminator Dark Fate 
Uh, I've said enough about it, but man, that's a good movie. I'm just really, it really saddens me that we're not going to get to see what happens there. So that's mine for the week. Clay, you got anything else you want to add before we get out of here? Man, I'm good, man. Good. All right. I am too. Um, I just, again, if you want to get in on the uh, theater reunion thing, uh, please send me an email or leave a comment for this week's episode and let us know. Um, we'll try to get together, do something. Uh, we can we could even get together and cook one or something. I think it'd be fun. So uh, with that, folks, uh, man, I'm tired and I just completely forgot what I was about to say. Oh, yeah. With that, folks, we're out. Nope. <laughs> Clay, can you take us out of here? Cause Upside I've, down is downside I've up. I've completely forgotten like hey, what I've done. Hey, you can find Jason on several places on social media. Hey, hey, wait, like wait, 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 Jason wait, Hall. Wait, 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 wait. I got this. I got this. Okay. So you can find us on all the podcast streaming sites out there and make sure and rate and review us. And please make sure and do that on Apple podcast because it gets us out and gets us noticed and lets people see us a little easier uh if you haven't joined the facebook page yet facebook group page yet uh just search out ramblings from nowhere on facebook and join us uh we've got lots of good uh conversations going on right now uh including uh my friends ones up there uh there's a lot of disney plus stuff that's happening right now I think somebody even put something about Days of Our Lives in there. So No, they didn't. No. Maybe not. Maybe not. My aunt, my aunt, of course, follows the page, and she had posted something. Maybe she just posted on the regular Facebook stuff. But well, don't worry. We so, we talk about Days of Our Lives on here. This is a Days of Our Lives pro podcast. We might let you do just a little side podcast, just you talking about Days I of Our Lives. I always thought Marlene and John were meant to be, man. <laughs> That's the only person Marlene should be. And Stefano needs to take his nose out of their business. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at From Ramblings and on Instagram at RFN underscore podcast. Uh, also, don't forget to send us those emails with any questions or comments to RFN.podcast1 at gmail.com. Uh, Clay, are you still on social media band? I'm on Twitter right now. I thought I saw Sweet you. JJ1S. On there. I thought I saw you back on there. Uh, there's some news I was trying to find out, and right. best ways on Twitter. So All right. I've not been posting anything, but I just I thought I thought your uh, picture popped up on my feed once, so I was like, "It's Clay back." Uh, you can find. Why did he unfollow me though? What? <laughs> because of this stupid podcast has gone on too long, and I'm, he's done with me, I guess. Uh, you can find me at Jason seventy six Z, and with that. We are out. Bye.